Brother Luda, will you open us in prayer? Okay, to Amini Tuombe. Baba wetu wa Binguni. Mungu uliyezifanya mbingu na hiji na vyote vilivyomo. Ni wewe Mungu mtakatifu, mtakatifu, mtakatifu peke yako. Sisi wote tunasalia kuwa wenye dhambi. Nasi Bwana tukitambua hiyo tunaomba uturehemu. Tusamee kwa kila maovu ambayo tunahusika nayo kila siku. Bwana tunaomba utusaidie kwa neno lako jinsi tunavyoliachilia kupitia kwa ndugu yetu chefu. Bwana likaweze kutuweka katika nafasi ya kutakasika na kufanyika watoto wako kwa utukufu wa jina lako. Katika jina la Yesu tumeomba. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's all sing together. The Lord will provide. One, two, three, begin.
And first we'll review the first three questions of the catechism and then we'll work on question 79. For question 76, what kind of death did Christ die? Kiswahili. Je, Kristo alikufa kifo cha aina gani? Kristo alipata kifo chungu cha aina cha msalaba. Question 77. Who will be saved? Only those who repent of sin and believe in Christ will be saved. Nina, sorry, go ahead. Swali la 77 kwa Kiswahili. Nani ataokolewa? Question 78. What is it to repent? Repentance in God's Kiswahili? Kiswahili. Ni nini kumwamini Yesu Kristo? Abana. Ni nini kutubu? Okay, now question 79. What is it to believe in Christ? A person believes who knows that his only hope is Christ and trusts in Christ alone for salvation. So again, what is it to believe in Christ? A person believes who knows that his only hope is Christ and trust in Christ alone for salvation. You're reading it so fast. Do you know what you're even saying? <laughs> Let's slow down just a minute. These are very, very, very important words, every one of them. Let's slow down and soak it in. I'm not interested in just that you can memorize these words like a robot, but I want you to really know and understand what these words are saying. Question 79. What is it to believe in Christ? A person believes who knows that his only hope is Christ and trusts in Christ alone for salvation. Kiswahili. Kiswahili. Ni nini kumwamini Yesu Kristo? Again in Kiswahili. Kepe 
take from doing to memorize but even beyond memorizing it the importance is that we know this truth we understand this truth and we believe this truth that we are born enemies to God and our only hope to have reconciliation with God is through the salvation of Jesus Christ. So nothing else that happens to us in this world is more important than this. I don't care how smart you are, I don't care how educated you are, I don't care how powerful you are, I don't care how wealthy you are. If you don't come to understand that your only hope is Jesus Christ, then nothing else matters. You are destined for eternity in hell where you will be punished by the God whom you have sinned against every day. So who cares if you become president of Kenya and you become a billionaire and you live a very comfortable life and then you die and you are eternally punished by God for every one of your sins. What difference did it make? Sasa inafaidi nini ama nana na ijali unapokuwa rais wa Kenya hii? Uwe na mabilioni ya pesa, uishi maisha mazuri ya starehe unayotaka, lakini mwishowe uishie kusimu uadhibiwa na Mungu milele. How I pray that God might open your eyes to these truths. I know there are many of you children who think that this is just nonsense. Naomba ya kwamba Mungu atusaidie tufunguliwe macho tuone hizi vitu maana naona baadhi ya watoto wengine wanafikiria haya mambo ni mzaha. But I wonder how many of you have actually considered what will happen to me when I die. Na sijui kama kuna mmoja wetu hapa ambaye huwa anajifikiria ya kwamba ni jambo lipi litakalonitendekea nikifa. Or is it you think you'll be the one person out of the billions of people who have who have lived and died you'll be the one who is never going to die. Ama unafikiria wewe kwa watu ambao wamekufa wote ni wewe peke yako ambaye utakufa. If we as human beings have one thing in common it is that we all will die. Kama kuna jambo moja ambalo natuleta katika umoja ni kwamba sisi wote tutakufa. So what about you? What will happen to you after you die? Kwa hivyo ni lipi litakalokutendekea wewe ukishakufa? Are you so certain you can stand before God without Jesus Christ as your advocate? Una uhakika ndani mwako ya kwamba utasimama mbele zake Yesu Kristo kama wakili wako? Let's read Galatians chapter 1 verse 11 through 24. This is the word of the Lord. For I would have you know brethren that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man nor was I taught it 
but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen, being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. But when God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through His grace, was pleased to reveal His Son in me so that I might preach Him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem and those who were apostles before me. But I went away to Arabia and returned once more to Damascus. Then, three years later, I went up to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him 15 days. But I did not see any other of the apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now in what I am writing to you, I assure you before God that I am not lying. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But only they kept hearing, He who once persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy. And they were glorifying God because of me. Nilio waubili na wajulisha ya kuwa sio ya namna ya kibinadamu kwa kuwa singe sikuipokea kwa mwanadamu wala kuifu, wala kufundishwa na mwanadamu bali kwa ufunuo wa Yesu Kristo maana mmesikia habari za mwenendo wangu zamani katika dini ya Kiyahudi kwamba nililiudhi nili, nili, nili kanisa la la Mungu kupita kiasi kupita kiasi nikaliharibu nami niliendelea katika dini ya Kiyahudi kuliko wengi walio hirumu zangu katika kabila yangu nikajitahidi nika sana katika kuyashika mapokeo ya baba zangu lakini Mungu aliyenitenga tangu tumboni mwa mama yangu akaniita kwa neema yake alipoona vema kumdhihirisha mwanawe ndani yangu ili niwahubiri mataifa habari zake mara sikufanya shauri na watu wenye mwili na damu wala sikupanda kwenda Yerusalemu kwa hao waliokuwa mitume kabla yangu bali nalikwenda zangu ura, urabuni kisha nikarudi tena Dameski 18 kisha baada ya miaka mitatu nalipanda kwenda Yerusalemu ili nionane na Kefa nikakaa kwake siku kumi na tano lakini sikumuona mtu mwingine ila Yakobo ndugu yake Bwana na hayo ni ninayoandikia ninayoandikia angalieni mbele za Mungu sisemi uongo babaye nalikwenda baadaye nalikwenda 
pande za shamu na kili, na kilikia lakini si, lakini sikujulikana uso wangu na makanisa ya Uyahudi yaliyokuwa katika Kristo ila wamesikia tu ya kwamba huyo aliyetuudhi hapo kwanza sasa anahubiri imani ile aliyoharibu zamani wakamtukuza Mungu kwa ajili yangu Now again this is the apostle Paul writing Hapa tena ni mtume Paulo anayeandika. Remember he's writing to the churches in Galatia. Kumbuka anaandikia makanisa ya Galatia and he's telling them not to change the message of God. Na anawaambia wasibadilishe ujumbe wa Mungu. And then he had reminded them the message which he had been preaching is the message whereby they were saved under na anawakumbusha ujumbe aliyokuwa kihubiri ambao waliweza kuokolewa chini yake that is the gospel of jesus christ ambayo ni injili ya kristo yesu that they were saved by faith in jesus christ and what he had done for them ni kwamba waliweza kuokolewa ndani ya kristo kulingana na kile alichokuwa amewatendea and then he reminds them that the gospel which he had preached to them was not a gospel according to men. Na anawakumbusha kwamba injili aliyowahubiria haitokani na mwanadamu because Paul neither received it from man nor was he taught it by men but he received it from a or through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Maana Paulo hakuweza kufundishwa na mwanadamu wala kupewa na mwanadamu bali alipokea kutokana na ufunuo wa Kristo. Now what is Paul talking about? Sasa Paulo anazungumza nini? Well, to find out we need to go to another book of the New Testament. That is the book of Acts. Ili tuweze kupata chenye anazungumza twende katika kitabu cha matendo ya mitume. Acts chapter 9. Matendo ya mitume 9. And there we read. Now Saul, Saul was also known as Paul. It was Paul in the Greek, it was Saul to the Hebrews. Now Saulo alikuwa katika kiunani na Paulo alikuwa katika Kiebrania. Now Saul still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord went to the high priest. So Saul or Paul was persecuting the faithful believers of Jesus Christ. Paulo alikuwa ama Saulo alikuwa anawatesa waumini waliokuwa ndani ya Yesu Kristo. He was threatening to arrest them, threatening also to murder them and he had just been present at the murder of Stephen. Alikuwa anawatarisha kuwashika na kuwafunga, alikuwa anawatarisha pia kuwaua. Na pia alikuwa ameshamuua Stefano Oh, oh, akiangalia watu wakimuua akiangalia verse 2 and asked for letters from him to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any belonging to the way both men and women he might bring them bound to Jerusalem as he was traveling it happened that he was approaching Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him and he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him Saul Saul Why are you persecuting me? And he said, "Who are you, Lord?" And he said, "I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting." 
but get up and enter the city and it will be told you what you must do. The men who traveled with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could not see anything. And leading him by the hand, they brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple of Damascus named Ananias. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he did to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias departed and entered the house. And after laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you are coming, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he regained his sight, and he got up and was baptized, and he took food and was strengthened. So what is happening there is that Paul was an enemy of God. Just like the way we are born into this world, an enemy of God, Paul was an enemy of God. And he was persecuting the church. He was arresting those who were followers of Jesus Christ, disciples of Jesus. He was even threatening to murder them. He had even been present at the murder of Stephen. The disciple who was stoned to death, the first martyr. And Christ gave Paul a vision of himself, revealed himself to Paul. Na Kristo akajifunua mwenyewe kwake Paulo caused him to be blind for 3 days akamsababisha kuwa kipofu kwa siku tatu told him to go see Ananias akamwambia aenda muone Anania he also appeared to Ananias in a vision instructed him what to do na pia akamuonekania Anania kwa maono na kamshauri and Paul and Ananias obeyed the Lord. And Paul was given his sight back. And then it says he got up and was baptized. Now you're not baptized unless you believe. Paul came to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ as his savior. Paulo alikuja kumwamini Yesu Kristo kuwa mwokozi wake. And then immediately Paul went out and started preaching 
Christ crucified. Na kutoka hapo hapo Paulo akatoka akaanza kumhubiri Kristo aliyesulubiwa. And now that message that Jesus wanted Paul to preach is the message that Paul preached to those in Galatia. Sasa ule ujumbe ambao Kristo alitaka Paulo ahubiri ndio ujumbe ambao Paulo anahubiri huu hapa Galatia who also came to believe and they started those churches there. Ambao pia walikuja wakaamini injili aliyohubiri wakawa wameanzisha kanisa pale. But it wasn't long before others came in and started preaching a gospel different than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ambapo haikuchukua muda mrefu kabla watu wengine kuingiza injili ya uongo ambayo imegeuzwa. And Paul reminds them. Na sasa Paulo anawakumbusha They were not saved under any gospel other than what he had preached to them. Kwamba hawakuokolewa kwa ujumbe mwingine ila ule ujumbe aliyowahubiria. Now the gospel is not Paul's conversion story. Na sasa huo ujumbe sio hadithi zake Paulo. The gospel is not that Jesus will come to us in a vision and cause us to be blind for three days then he'll restore our sight. That is not the gospel. Ujumbe si ya kwamba Kristo atakuja kwetu kwa maono atufanye tuwe eh, vipofu kwa muda fulani tena ndiye atufungue macho. Hapana. That is simply how Christ chose to show Paul what he was to do for him how he was to suffer for him Hiyo ilikuwa tu njia ambayo Mungu alichagua mwenyewe kumfikia Paulo aweze kuokoka But the gospel is this Lakini injili ni hii that we are born enemies of God kwamba tumezaliwa tukiwa maadui wa Mungu We sin against God every day. Tunatenda dhambi kwa Mungu kila siku. And the Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. We na, deserve death. Naye Biblia inatuambia kwamba mshahara wa dhambi ni mauti na ambayo kweli ni mauti. Every one of us should have died in our sleep last night. Kila mmoja wetu angalibaki katika uzingizi wake na nakufa. Because of our sins yesterday. Kwa sababu ya dhambi ambazo tulifanya The wages of sin is death we all sin every day we deserve death mshahara wa dhambi ni mauti na tunatenda dhambi kila siku tunastahili kufa but god according to his merciful and gracious will lakini mungu kwa rehema zake has been patient and long suffering with each one of us amekuwa mvumilivu na kutujali sisi wote the fact that we woke up this morning all of us is another sign of god's mercy in our lives kuamka kwetu sisi wote asubuhi ya leo inadhihirisha huruma zake mungu but we are not to take that mercy for granted lakini Tahili kuchukulia hilo huruma tu hivi hivi because God tells us there's a day coming whereby every one of us will stand before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. Maana maandiko yanatuambia kwamba siku inakuja ambayo kila mmoja wetu atasimama mbele ya kiti cha hukumu chake Kristo. And if we stand on our own we will be judged by every one of our sins we have ever committed by God. Na tukienda huko sisi wenyewe tutahukumiwa kwa kila dhambi tuliyoitenda. And to sin against an eternal God is to deserve an eternal punishment. Na ukimtendea dhambi yule Mungu wa milele unastahili wa adhabu ya milele. Now some of you cry when you get a very temporary punishment. Wengine wetu huwa tunalia sana tunapopata adhabu kidogo tu. 
Just imagine what eternal punishment is like. That is what we are all headed for. If someone does not pay our penalty for us. And the only one qualified, the only one worthy, the only one capable of paying the penalty that we owe is Jesus Christ. Na yule ambaye anaweza, yule ambaye anastahili, yule ambaye ni wa pekee wa kuweza kulipia hiyo gharama ni Kristo Yesu. Jesus Christ is God and he came to us in the flesh. Yesu Kristo ni Mungu na alikuja kwetu katika mwili. And he lived the life under the law that God commands us to live. Na kaishi maisha ambayo iko chini ya sheria ambayo Mungu ameamuru sisi tuishi. Not committing one single sin. Hakuweza kutenda dhambi hata moja. And then he voluntarily went to the cross. Na kisha akaenda msalabani yeye mwenyewe to die as a substitute as the sacrifice that atones for our sins akakufa kwa mahala petu ili dhambi zetu ziweze kuchukuliwa kwake but his death only atones for you lakini mauti yake inabadilishwa tu kwako if you believe iwapo unaamini if you have faith it is by faith alone in Jesus Christ alone that we are restored to fellowship or communion with God. And Christ died on the cross and he rose again three days later. And about 40 days later he was taken up into heaven where he rules and reigns today. Na baada ya siku 40 akarudi juu mbinguni ambako anatawala siku zote. But as he told his disciples in the upper room he was not to leave us as orphans. Na vile alivyoambia wanafunzi wake katika chumba cha juu ni kwamba angeliwaacha wakiwa mayatima. But he sends his helper the Holy Spirit. Lakini akamtuma msaidizi Roho Mtakatifu. To all of those that belong to Christ Jesus, if you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit of God dwells within you. Kwa wale ambao ni wana wa Mungu ambao wameamini Yesu Kristo, Roho Mtakatifu yuaka ndani mwao. Helping you defeating sin. Akikusaidia kushinda dhambi. Helping you to live the holy life that God tells us we are to live. Akikusaidia kuishi maisha matakatifu ambayo Mungu anataka tuishi. And sealing you, putting his rubber stamp on you. Akikuwekea muhuri so that on that day of judgment ili katika ile hiyo siku ya hukumu you belong to God utakuwa wa Mungu and you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven na unakuwa eh, mwananchi wa ulimwengu mwingine ule ambao ni wa milele now the question is will you believe this truth sasa swali ni kwamba je utaamini huu kweli do you by faith believe upon Jesus Christ as your lord and savior kwa imani unamwamini Kristo kuwa bwana na mwokozi wa maisha yako if not there's no hope for you kama sivyo Let's all stand and pray.
Our Heavenly Father, how we give thanks to you this morning for your patience and your long-suffering with us, Lord. Your Word tells us the truth, and the truth is plain to see that the wages of sin is death. Every one of us has deserved to die long ago, and yet you've been patient, and Lord, you have been gracious to us that we can read and preach and hear the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord. How I pray that by the ministry of your Holy Spirit, you will give eyes to see and ears to hear to each of the children, each of the teachers and administrators present with us this morning. Lord, how I pray that it might be so that you've written each and every one of their names in the Lamb's book of life. Lord, you tell us in your word that all who come to you, you will save them. You will never cast them out. And so, Lord, how I pray that we might all come to you. That we might come to realize that you are, you are the fountain of life. You are the Passover lamb. You are the lamb who was slain, who takes away the sins of the world. And Lord, how I pray that we all place our faith and trust in you and how we might be a school that honors you, honors your word, that seeks to live holy lives as you tell us we are to live. Lord, who puts on full display the fruits of the Spirit working in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, May that be our motto. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him Have a wonderful day. I love all of you teachers. I'm sorry I ran a little late today. <laughs>